Hello everyone and welcome to Season 4, Episode 1, a brand new season of the Weekly Freestyle with myself, Tom Dean, and my co-host, Alex Sutton. Um, we're really excited to be bringing you a brand new season of content, fresh off the back of our, I wouldn't say bloopers episode, I'd say kind of a bonus episode that you compiled for the back in the Season 3 um, with some pretty good content in it. But um, great to be back and looking forward to Season 4. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I quite enjoyed making that. <laughs> bonus app mm. um, there were lots of laughs in there no um it's quite a lot of editing work because usually it's quite simple because we're you know we're such a sleek machine you, you know, know there's not, not too many issues but this one i was jumping from all 10 episodes i couldn't i couldn't actually locate the audio from i think episode two which i think might have been our spelling bee oh i really enjoyed the spelling bee one so we'll have to do another one we will i think we will have um, to what was your favorite clip in that i think i the two favorite bits of mine were the uh, shout out bit. So obviously we shout out a lot of um, inanimate objects, areas, cities, people. Morphe Richards. Morphe Richards was. It was a, actually was a, big up Morphe. It was actually big up Morphe Richards. But yeah, I actually a, used a Morphe Richards yesterday. Yeah. So well, we're going to get into what we got, what we got up to yesterday. But no, it really came in clutch yesterday, didn't it? It did. Um, Can I just say that my favorite was um, big up Eof. The e real, the real one. The real one. <laughs> Shout out Shreds for that one. Yeah, no, that was good for that. And then obviously the Luke Withers special. Oh, uh, Luke Withers, close friend of the pod. He won't um, have listened to that yet. He won't have listened to it yet. But oh, also shout out Lukey because he raced yesterday. He did. The Bracknell Masters meet and walked away with a few medals, well, which, he, he, <laughs> which he brought along to the pub last night. So we it. did see a bronze Bracknell Masters 50 butterfly medal last night. It was quite an evening. Never seen one before. No, nor have I. Hopefully it's the last one. After this. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, how how's your week been since uh, we last recorded? You've been back down in Bath mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah, what have you been up to? It's been actually a really busy week. So full week of training. I was actually quite ill at the back end of last week, like Thursday, Friday. Bit, bit bunged up, bit of a scratchy throat. You know, it's been an eight solid week block since the start of 2023 with no illness, no injury, nothing. And then it's like this tiny little blip at the end of it because we've got Edinburgh next week and then we're tapering down for trials. So this is like the last push. I was very conscious to back off slightly, be a bit cautious, mm-hmm. not run any risks. So I kind of took my foot off the gas like Friday night, Saturday morning, solid weekend of recovery. And I'm feeling quite good now, which is nice. So hopefully by tomorrow morning, I'll be 100% again. Um, <clears throat> but no, had a really busy week. So Tuesday, we, uh, well, I, I had two really important meetings in London on Tuesday. The first one was with Lucy Powell, uh, who is Shadow Secretary of State to DCMS. Wow. And I went in to Parliament to talk about um leisure center closures uh the lack mm. of uptake for like grassroots swimming uh learn to swim lessons you know how fewer and fewer kids are being put through that process especially in like the poorer parts of the country um the more deprived areas and and, and areas of certain kind of um like ethnic minority communities you know who's who's are less likely to put their kids through swimming lessons and how important it is all of her big ideas she was really aware of the project she'd been speaking to british swimming she's the um MP for Moss Side in yeah Manchester way in Manchester way um, which is uh, you know she's doing some great things for the sport out there and they they pump money from the Commonwealth pool back into allowing everyone from sixteen under to have free access to the pool oh, and free swimming lessons so that was a really great meeting and we're going to continue working together it's something I'm really passionate about I want to um, was, was that your first time in Parliament that was my second time in Parliament the wow. first time in Parliament was when my mum was working for the House of Lords. Nice. Uh, for a select committee on child safety on the internet children's safety on the internet and i went along to a few one of the sessions which was good fun nice 
the first time for myself having any interaction and as someone who's avidly interested in politics it was really cool i really enjoyed it um so that was good fun but the real highlight of that day was a weekly freestyle field trip meetings pod discussions in the heart of london and some some big business ideas been it thrown was, around. It was just a trip out for us, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just standard business, really. I mean, usually I'm penned up in Maidenhead, you know, just working through edits and stuff. So it was nice that, you know, I could get out, out mm. and about, see the bright lights of mm. London. I uh, had a little bit of a nightmare getting out. Oh, we did, didn't we? It was um, a little bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, luckily, mum sorted me out in the, the nick of time. But I basically wanted to get on a train eight o'clock mm. and i was still waiting for a train at 11 o'clock no it was awful um well i got a 10 a.m from bath which was the 803 yeah so it's filled with everyone from the 803 8 13 8 43 9 30 9 43 and we didn't leave till 10 a.m so okay, people sat on the roof of the carriage pretty much you know there's trains in like india and stuff where it's like people hanging off the side going through like villages and stuff that's what it felt like a little bit but it was just the Great Western Rail 803. It's just standard for Great yeah, Western really. Rail. Yeah, really. I mean, I don't want to like, start bad-mouthing companies no. on this pod. No, please don't. Okay, I won't. <laughs> but, but Great Western Rail, I've had a few... There's one over there. You can literally see one there. I can literally see a train going over the bridge here in Maidenhead, but I've had a few... It looked like it's going very slowly, so Pretty no surprise much. there. That's not a quick service. Okay. It's literally crawling along. There are people <laughs> on the road. <laughs> yeah, I've had some shoddy, shoddy journeys from Bath to London recently. Yeah. Oh, you know, a quick one. Yeah, sort of the coal going past where you'll sit, <laughs> sat on the train watching it. Oh dear. But no, it was, it was a fun day out, wasn't it? Mm, uh, great day um, out. We got the course zips on. They made a, an appearance. Mm, um, we saw that photo. The new shoes. So I did a post on my Instagram. Update. Yeah, real big update. People want to know about this kind I of know stuff. we've been inundated with messages and questions. The inbox has been overflowing. So the end of the 13, size 13 saga for smart shoes. Nowhere sells formal shoes that go above size 12. I you know, when you're kind of, kind of a freak of nature, like myself, you need those big shoes. Why don't you just wear your fins out? <laughs> just barefoot in Parliament, right? <laughs> Moss, Moss Bros, Charles Tirrett, Jones, um, Reese. You know, I checked all these big stores in, in Bath. Office, shoe, nowhere. I had to go to ASOS. It's shocking. And get a pretty, a pretty cheap pair. Do you, know, do you know what, though? This is the real problem we have with our towns because you know you go out to town you know mm. you back the british high street it's just you, not delivering left empty-handed it's really not delivering you know and it's like you wonder why our towns are being deserted you know as, as a as a town planner yeah i mean 15 minute cities they were they were hot top oh of the wow they're last kicking night, off you know so um tough tough i had to go for a cheap pair and i'm not one for like fast fashion you know no, i want a solid pair that'll last me for a while uh -huh. So I literally, they, they they were good enough for the outing for our, for our business meeting. They, they, they got the job done. They held up. They held up. Good stuff. And yeah, I don't know if we, if we want to move on to chat about um, some movements that have been going on in the swimming world recently. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm well aware, uh, thanks thanks to your insight, that there have been some some pretty quick times going on there elsewhere have. on the globe. There have. So there have been a lot of competitions going on recently. Um, one in Lausanne in Switzerland, which was okay. Nothing special. No one setting the world on fire. A few Lofka swimmers were out there um there's been one in america the tyr pro series which had some decent times uh, a few brits out there a few welsh swimmers no oh, he was out there dan whiffin no no he was at but oh those bucks as well in sheffield that was okay hambrooker cleaning up hambrooker did get a few medals nice. shout out hambrooker yeah he did a few dirty doubles and triples on some of the nights with events which was quite tough dan whiffin the 1500 boys kind of burst on the scene he mm. went 1507 or 1502 or something is he welsh is he irish oh, okay. irish so yeah, it's quite I good for him 
the Welsh team were out in um, America doing the two-hour pro series. Matt went, Matt Richards went 147, wow. doing a free, which is quite good. Uh, 48.5, I think, or 48.400 free, which isn't bad. So that was decent for them. But the real, real standout, Summer McIntosh. Mm. She's, a, she's a junior swimmer from Canada. And I think she must be only like 16, 17 years old. She has been absolutely setting the world on fire in women's swimming right now. Like world junior records in like 200 IM, 400 IM, 200 butterfly. 200, she went like 154, 203, wow. which is just insane. You know, if anyone knows, it's just like a real prodigy of the sport. How, how much quicker is that than the previous record? Oh, it definitely oh, quite a bit under the, under the serious I mean, I don't think the women's 203 at Tokyo, you know, that won't have been one in a, a super quick time. Mm. You know, I'll do a little bit of research now, but the kind of times that she's going, it's just absolutely insane for someone of her age. I think she's going to have a real uh, stormer she's in Paris. And did, did she clean, clean up at Comics? Because I do remember seeing her name. And she, seeing her on the podium, yeah, for quite ab- a few things. absolutely. She she had a she had an incredible incredible comedy, you know, and and she just had a really great run. You know, one fifty four would have been a medal at the Olympic mm. Games, you wow. know, which is which is insane. So she had a really great run at commies. She's but like I remember she was at ISL cleaning up. She left early and I was like, why is she leaving early? She had exams in school. She had like a GCSEs or something. Mate. It's insane. So um, big shout out to her. And then there's also been NCAA's going on, mm. which is the collegiate system in America. NC2A short course yard swimming and me personally and I think a lot of people share this opinion with me couldn't really care any less about short course yards and I know a lot of Americans won't be too happy hearing that but people people are going quick it's great and everything Mm. but it's like a different sport what just for people that don't know like myself can you explain the difference between Mm. sort of the the standard setup that we're used to you're used to and like the the short course yard stuff so short course yards you're swimming in a 25 yard pool mm. so we swim in either a 25 meter pool or for the majority of the year a 50 meter pool which is where the olympics are hosted it's where the world champs are hosted all the major competitions are hosted in 50 meter pools they do short course yard swimming in america i don't really know why it's still been withheld within all the collegiate racing and stuff like that. they absolutely love it out there but it's like you know who's just got the best underwaters so yeah you see these people doing crazy fast times and then they can't do anything on the world stage long course. Yeah. So for a comparison, like um, this guy called Leon Marchand, French swimmer, 200 IM, just broke the NC2A record mm-hmm. in the 2IM, went like one minute 37, which means nothing to someone like me when the, no. you know, he's like, he's a one minute 55 long course, 200 IM yeah. swimmer, you know? So while you can kind of gauge who's on good form, you can draw no direct correlations between the two and make the Americans love it. They like live yeah. and breathe it. It's like life and death for some of them, you know, and then we get to the real competitions and it's like, well, I guess the, the whole collegiate system in across all sports has mm. kind of been a bit of a bubble mm. in a way. Um, it is. No, well, that's, that's what they judge you on. You know, when they offer you scholarships, it's like, oh, are you going to win us points in collegiate level swimming, which is all short course yards. Because that, that was something that you did consider, didn't you? I was very close to going out to America. Yeah, very, very close. Well, look, you know, when you're a 17-year-old swimmer and you're not too sure whether you want to do full-time swimming, full-time education, a bit of both, whatever it might be, and you've got, like, American unis and your DMs on Instagram saying, yeah, sliding in. we're going to pay you 100 grand a year to cover all school fees, accommodation, food, travel, everything. For four years, you get a free degree. All you got to do is swim for us. It's pretty tempting. You know, why would you not go out there? And it wasn't until my coach at Maidenhead said, I think you should stay in the UK and I think you should go to Bath. Did I actually decide to stay in the country? Mm. So just one person's work. What, what was it that 
stopped you from what your coach said? Was, was a... I think he he was very insistent that you need to stay within the, the British swimming system. They'll prioritise the major meets, Worlds, Olympics, stuff like that, instead of prioritising things like the NCAAs. Yeah, you know, um, and you, the programs are so big out there, hundreds of swimmers sometimes on a program. It's very easy to get lost within it. Whereas at the national centre, there's twelve of us, and it's very focused. And you know, Dave McNulty's like the best coach for me in the world. Yeah. So I'm very fortunate. I I did make that decision to stay put. Yeah. No. I love, yeah. Love to hear that. I've actually been doing a bit of competition myself this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was up in Chester last weekend chester don't actually know where on earth that is. that's up towards liverpool wow in cheshire uh i don't actually know what county it is is it cheshire and a little bit of research here ladies and gentlemen because we don't want to offend the it's near wales wow is it is it cheshire um chester england is a city in england in the northwest of england in cheshire good nice. wow that's quite far out from the, from the Cheshire yeah, Army. shout out Chester. Um, but yeah, it was it, it, yeah, it's quite small. It's quite a quaint town mm. or city. Um, and yeah, it was actually coincided with my like birthday week. Um, so it's a little bit of a frustrating one in a sense because when you're trying to get yourself um, ready for an event like that, um, when you know it's your, your birthday as well, mm. you kind of got to keep keep things focused. Yeah, in a way, no distractions. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good outing. It was it was weird because a course like that, usually when you have thousands of runners, usually the course gets really cut up mm. and is like absolutely impossible for like spectators, yeah, body. family and friends just getting around. So it can be a bit grim, especially in February mm. time of year. But actually, it was um, it was very grassy. So okay. you could almost go around in like your new white shoes and you'd be absolutely fine. Wow, even your new white shoes. Even my new white shoes that are currently um, safely on the table football table. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, it was good asking, but it's quite a mad sight to see because in the senior men's and also the women's, they have a lot of people, but there are like over a thousand people in the race. Wow. So you can imagine when people are mm. bundling down, you've got to make sure you're well out of the squeeze so you're, you're not losing too much time or anything. And, like and just a bit of background, people, this was a national cross-country championships. Yeah. Okay, so this is the ultimate. This is the one, yeah. Gesture. So um, it's it's an interesting competition because at the top end, obviously, it's it's strong. Mm. Um, I guess obviously there are lots of conversations to be had about uh, the cross country scene where mm. it sits in athletics. But at the top end, you've got yeah some of the best athletes in the country. But it's interesting because anyone can enter the race, right? So it's a real array of people, speeds. Um, mm. But it's really interesting because you have you will have people that have entered it for fifty years straight. No way. So you have That's people incredible. Like really running cool. around, which is which is really unique. And I always think in Chester. No, it it uh, rotates around the country. Okay. So sometimes we have Parliament Hill, Hampstead Heath. Mm, yep. A uh, bit of a classic venue, um, and then sometimes um, I think Nottingham. I've done a couple at Willerton Park. And is it, does it actually qualify for anything? No, so it, yeah, the, was it purely a standalone? From a cross country perspective, I think you could argue that the best like. Uh, event to compete in like the highest standards is actually the qualifier for European Cross, which is Liverpool in November. Right. Um, so that's when a lot of people are sort of getting in shape. Uh, interestingly, I don't know, you might have picked up, but athletes like Keely Hodgkinson, um, like Laura Muir as well, Jake yes. Whiteman, for example. Yes. Well, funny you should say that. Uh, Paul Radcliffe's 10,000 meter record's just gone, hasn't it? Yeah, who broke that? McLaughlin. Mc- Eilish, Eilish. Oh, Eilish. She, she broke it. She broke what, it this weekend. Yeah. Wow. Just gone that. 20 years that record. That's before. mad. Yeah. Eilish so would, would an athlete like her or, you know, the bigger names like Farah, would they do cross country? They've done a bit. Uh, they used to be quite a 
prestigious race in Scotland called the Edinburgh Great Run yeah. um, that Farrah did. And he will have maybe done world world champs. But it's, yes, yeah, it is an interesting conversation um, to be had about yeah, where cross-country sits in it. Because it, it's it's not an Olympic sport. It's not the world champ, no. athletics world championships. If I'm right. No. So other than having world champs sort of every couple of years, it's... Uh, it's nothing more than that as an mm. pistachio hits the ground yes um but yeah it was a good outing and it actually led into a, a few birthday celebrations this weekend where we got a bit of golfing we did so it was quite it was quite a good day of uh birthday celebrations yesterday at least my experience i really yeah. enjoyed it so i trained in bath on this on the saturday morning then i drove straight to maidenham we went to billing bear mm. which is a little par three course down in wokingham and we had a pretty decent scramble going. shout out wokingham Shout out Wokingham, shout out that Billing Bear course. It's a lot of yeah. fun. Greens are in great, Nick. Yeah, they were actually, surprisingly so. The whole course is in really good, Nick. Um, four groups of three, weren't there? Yeah, we played a bit of Texas Scramble. Bit of a Texas Scramble, um, which for people who don't know is when you have two or three or even four people in a group mm-hmm. and you all take the first shot on every hole and you play the best shot. Yeah. You then put your, all put your ball down there and you all play another shot from wherever the best one lands and so on and so forth. Um, and essentially, you just get a better game of golf out of it, don't you? Yeah, it's more fun for people who don't play golf as yeah, much because yeah, yeah. you can basically forget about the bad shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice team element. Um, and your team took the win, didn't you? Yeah, we took the dub, um, which was some people... Um, a bit interesting. Yeah, considering I, the team considering I did the, the draws. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got... I got Set Blaster to help me with that. <sighs> um, and, uh, yeah, a bit of cash was exchanged. Mm-hmm. And I made sure I had... Um, had my my best players, so shout out to Charlie and Bestie for that. Yeah, no, that was huge. And then finished that, came back home, chill for a little bit, you know, back to yours for 7 p.m. and yours or, or Mandy's cooking came in clutch. And I, like, I th- yeah, wow. mum's cooking, I guess. Yeah, it was us. Mrs. Tuffin's cooking came in absolute clutch, and that's where we shout out more for Richard. The yeah, slow cooker. Well, this food. is the thing. I did actually like cut a few things and put it in the slow cooker. <laughs> Five, you turned it on. Hours. Yeah, I turned it on. To, well, I had to choose between low, medium, and high heat. It's it's no easy feat. No, it this, was great. It was lovely. But this is why Morphe Richards um, delivered the goods. Is the one. Um, I I smell sponsorship for the pod. That's what I'm saying. Do you reckon Morphe Morphe's Richards. Keen. Reach out to Mister Richards that's, himself. Maybe that's who you were chatting with on last Tuesday. Could have been Morph. Could have been more. <laughs> More <laughs> sorting me out with a slow cooker. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, and then we just went on and had a few. Um, lemonades in the in the bar downstairs, didn't we? Yeah, it's lovely. I actually went to Potions of Motions. Yes. Yeah, so, as a lot of people know from the previous episode, Potions of Motions, the new club that's opened up in in Maidenhead, that the William Dean christened on his 18th birthday, um, that put him six feet under. He's still convinced he's hungover. It's been three weeks, and one of his ears hasn't popped, and he thinks he just came gonna, in. Didn't yeah, he did. <laughs> he thinks he's never going to recover from one night out in Maidenhead. Um, but yeah, made made, made little trip. Can, can confirm average at it's best. It's an unreal location. Oh, oh, really? I've got a photo with posters of Ocean. I, don't, I have seen that photo. Is it worth putting? I would say put it up there. Put it up. Yeah, right next to Noodle Nation, ladies and yeah. gents. So um, if, if you do fancy, if you ever fancy like a few questions on the pod, I'm just go potions motions and I'll be there. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that was that was good fun. Um. My cross-country season kind of comes to an end next weekend. I'm actually in Loughborough, representing the the home county of all home counties. Wow. For the Berkshire Vestal. Wow. So who are you running for at Chester? This, this is a club event. Okay. Whereas so, this So one, you're running for Maidenhead? Yeah. And then this one's running for This counties. one is off the back That's of the huge. And is it a, a points-based system? Um, what, in terms of scoring? Yeah. How, how the it's a little bit annoying because 
in the county race, mm. um, top top eight basically qualify. Mm-hmm. The guy who won the county champs was actually an ex-Olympian. No way. Um, yeah, I think it's Zach Seddon who's done steeper right. place for Team GB. And there are a couple of other strong runners. I ended up coming fifth. But because of this whole issue with the cross country and the effort and the, the track season, a lot of people have actually dropped out. So I've now been ended up boosted to second in the pen. Wow. Which is... So you're second ranked for the county. Yeah, but it's Going. frustrating because I'd much rather be part of a stronger team. Yeah. Where yeah. you could argue that if I'm the fifth strongest runner, I'd be, you know, contributing mm-hmm. to something mm-hmm. special, more special to the team. Whereas... A lot more weights than me. Rest on your shoulders. Exactly. This weekend. Um, but yeah, so, it's a, so yeah, looking forward to that in Loughborough. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that one goes. And I'll just put my feet up for the rest of the year. That'll be very nice. That is very So what, what, where does the training go after this? What's the plan? How are you going to, well, we've, or is it just more maintenance work? Um, it, it depends. I think we, let's talk with the channel swim. We need to help our yes, good there friends. Is. I was chatting to him last night about it. I think Pete had been at, at football the whole day. Yeah. Maiden had played Wrexham yesterday. And um, the big tie. Yeah. Apparently late equaliser. Yeah, but also, really I think he owns the Wrexham. I know, yeah. What's his name? Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan. I don't know if he was there. No, maybe. It would have been all over the advertiser, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have. Well, it was on TV, that game. Yeah, no, I heard that. So maybe you couldn't take any beers up, could you? Because it was Is that the televised. Yeah, if it's televised, you can't walk out into stands with beers. Uh, Pete must have been fuming. No, he was fuming. But he still got them in somehow. Yeah, somehow managed, didn't he? <laughs> no, Pete Shrimpton's a family friend of of both of ours. I reckon he had a, like a, you know, those backpacks. Oh, Camelback. <laughs> <laughs> Now this mate, now this water, <laughs> then hydrated pal. Great vodka. Um no family friend of ours who uh, both both of ours who's um swimming the channel in August. So that could be something that I'll get involved in. Oh mate, we'll be getting huge pod content there. So maybe maybe that's where we're going. Mm. Um but it's funny that we've actually spoken about swimming a fair amount on this pod. We've quite uh, rare for a swimming podcast. We, <laughs> we've reacted to some NCAA, some mm. Macintosh swims. But well, you, I, yeah, you've got races coming up, haven't you? God, yeah, I do. You're oh, back yeah. in the racing season. I actually need to yeah, pull my finger out a little bit. Oh. No, I am. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it is quite unusual for us to just just talk swimming. Um, you know, because certain other podcasts are very focused on just that one topic. I don't mind that. And it's quite niche. And, you know, fair enough to them. But we tend to provide a bit more of a broader mm. spectrum on both um, what's going on. So it was, it was nice to get into a little bit of depth on that one. Um if you're expecting any more depth, then that's, that's all you got. <laughs> that's the whole season's worth. Um, if, no, we, if a train goes by, we'll get distracted. Or a badger, for that matter. Um, no, we've, I've got Edinburgh. The Edinburgh International next weekend. Exciting um, stuff. I'm really looking forward I'm to it. I'm kind of annoyed I can't be there. Yeah, I do love the Edinburgh meet. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, and normally I race quite well, straight off the back of Australia. Obviously, a little bit of illness lingering, but that should be um, put that should be put under by the time um, we race next weekend. Mm. Fingers crossed. 100 free, 200 free, and the 50 freestyle skins. There's a skin. There is a skins. Is it event. golf? Uh, and I actually took the dub in the skins last year on the 53. Um, so how's how's that work? So for people who don't know, the skins event they vary, but did, just, did everyone just swim naked or something? Well, <laughs> the viewing figures go through the roof, mate. Yeah, I won it actually last year. So the skins for people who don't know are basically an event where the top eight qualifiers from the 50 freestyle go into a final, and instead of it being a straight final. You have a race, a 50-meter race, one length, the slowest two people get eliminated, and you get six. And then two minutes later, you do another race, the slowest two get eliminated, four, then two, and then it's just a final race between the two of you. Um, but the interesting thing is with skins is they don't say take your marks, go. What? They blow a whistle, you get on the blocks, 
And at any point in the 10 seconds after that whistle is blown, the buzzer will go and you just got to dive in and go. There's no taking marks. So you go, the whistle goes out, you step on the blocks and you're down, you're waiting, you're waiting. And then at any point, the buzzer will go and you just got to... This, and they try to revolutionise the sport with this. Yeah. And I think you get a like... If so, you, so the only difference is that there's a 10 second gap of waiting. And it's going. an elimination. Okay. So that's 8642. Oh, so you keep going. I explained that about two minutes ago. <laughs> But that, to be fair, that kind of sounds like it's revolutionising. Yeah, and it's so big it prize too. It gets down to two, and it's wow. head head, and there's big prize money up for grabs. I think I won. What are we talking? Like twenty quid last time. I went last time. There's actually a photo of me somewhere. This should be, this should be the photo oh. that we start off. It's me from Edinburgh when I'm like seventeen, and I won an event, and it's me with a single crisp twenty pound wow. note on my hands. It's the first bit of prize money won. As Jimmy Guy would say. The note is crisp. Well, he said the air, but the air is crisp, but the note was very crisp. Your I will, note is crisp. I will find that. Um, love Edinburgh, really excited, and I think um, that will lead us very nicely into a freestyle section. Yeah, I mean, first first freestyle section of the the new season. Uh, also, to everyone who's listening, any freestyle suggestions, please send them in. Yeah, we're always open to new ideas. You know, if you've got any voice notes, oh yeah, on the Instagram, We'd literally love some voice anything, notes. content questions, if suggestions. You, if you want to say something like. Oh, funny, like I guess, preferably not mean. <laughs> please, please don't be mean. <laughs> but to be fair, content's content. To be fair, content's content. If you want, if if you love the pod, if you hate the pod, get some stuff sent in. That's fine. I don't mind. Um. So yeah, for this freestyle section, um, and for those of you who don't know, the freestyle section is a little five to ten minute section we do at the end of each podcast. Sometimes we do it with no, we don't do it with guests, but uh, we just we just like to round off the episode. So this week we're going to chat about Edinburgh. Uh, what? How would you rate your knowledge of Edinburgh? Um, uh, poor to very poor, probably. Okay, well, we'll start with some easy questions. Okay. Should we go for five questions? Let's do it. See how you get them. Okay, we'll start with the first one. If you okay. don't, if you don't get this one, I've said jump in the river, but you just pretend you don't know it. <clears throat> Which name is given to the succession of streets forming the main thoroughfare of oh. the old no of the old town? I went there last Argyle. Street. Argyle Street. No, New Street. No. No, New... No, 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 stop. Sorry. What name is given to a succession of streets? Therefore, it's not a street. Uh, it's like a, it's like, a, like an area. Yeah, I know. You don't know this. No, I do. I went there last year. I took so a you know when you walk up it, yeah? Walk up what? This the, thing. The castle. Yeah. The mile. The one mile walk. The long mile. What is it? It's, it's something like that, isn't it? The Royal Mile. The Royal Mile. I need to jump in the river. Bloody hell. Wow. Okay, well, yeah, you really. What? Don't know. Anyone supposed to know that? Come on now, mate. You know when I go to competitions, I go to a hotel and the pool and nothing else in between. You do your skins, and I do skins. You do your skins, and I walk away with some it. fat prize money yeah, at the end fair of it. Enough. But you don't walk on the Royal Mile. Clearly, okay, not. these questions are too hard. Oh, my phone's run out of charge. Okay, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's a freestyle section. <laughs> not shocking, actually. If anyone's got any questions on Edinburgh, well, I can't look it up. Can't you? Can't. Well, if you don't know the Royal Mile. Hmm. This is quite a good one. What is Edinburgh's Gaelic name? Oh no! Where are the answers? Please? Oh no! It's multiple cho- choice. We need questions and answers. Here we go. Okay, well, if you don't know, okay. Um, thing is, I, I think you'll struggle with the other ones. Okay, this one, this one, you should be able to get. Question two: The highest point in Edinburgh, Arthur's Seat, oh, is at the centre of which park? Holyrood. Yes. Hollywood part one, well that's two. Flexing, my guy. Okay, number six is quite a good one as well. 
which historic marketplace lying in a hollow is located directly below Edinburgh Castle? I've actually stayed here. Hollows Market. It's close. It's like a, a thing that you have people have in their garden. Not AstroTurf. Hollows. No, I know. The grass market. Oh, we've been done. Shocking. <laughs> What's that going on with the camera? Hollows Grass Market. That's yeah. what it's called. No, the grass market. Oh, right. It, it's in the hollow. So I so when you said you're close, I wasn't close. Oh, no, because you said the ho- the hollow market. Okay, this is, was that question two? Yeah. Okay, question three. You can see why we're on our fourth season of podcasts. Name the volcanic plug in the middle of Edinburgh upon which Edinburgh Castle sits. I'm never going to be able to do that, am I? Like, <laughs> the volcanic plug, the, t- <clears throat> the Eurasian plate. Castle Rock. Okay, next question. How do you spell Edinburgh? E-D-I-N-B-U-R-G-H. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. And final question. Which monument in Princess Street Gardens is the world's largest monument to a writer? Oh. Its name Do I need is, to know the writer of it? The name, the name is of a famous Scottish swimmer that you quite often race against. Scott. Scott uh, Scott's monument. The Scott monument. No way. That's it. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's our, our section on, on Edinburgh, Dom. That was quite good fun, Yeah, probably it? a bit more prep on the next Yeah, next maybe. Quiz, maybe. I mean, it's been, we've had a week off, so... Yeah, no, we have. We're just getting back into the swing of things. Exactly. And it's kind of a build-back-in pod, I'd say. Yeah, and I was at Potions Motion yesterday, so... Yeah, no excuses there, really. I mean, um, I didn't go out, but... Yeah, that's fair enough. You were tucked up in bed, so... It was indeed. That's the main thing. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to season four. We, As always, we've got a few exciting guests we're mm-hmm. hoping to get on um hopefully a few more laughs a few more shout outs and um yeah get involved let us know and hopefully we can help you through your your run gym session or your community yeah thank you very much for joining us for the start of season four we look forward to accompanying you for the next nine episodes if you can make it through another one <laughs> bye days good luck lucy good luck with that lucy